You're listening to Racing Nation with James O'Shea. Well, 1973 was one of the great years for racing in the Darling Downs. A horse by the name of Lucky Cloud came from the clouds and won the Stradbroke Handicap. And as history will show right through until 2023, Lucky Cloud is still the first and only horse from the Darling Downs to win a Stradbroke. This year marks the 50-year anniversary of the big win. There's someone that was very close to this story and a name well-known in local racing and transportation industries. Gary Higgins has been kind enough to join me on the show. Gary, how are you? Um, I'm well, thanks, James. When I talk about 1973 and I talk about Lucky Cloud, what does that? What sort of memories does that bring back for you? Um, I just it was an era in life that was uh, totally unbelievable. Yeah, how it all happened. Yeah, yeah. So just talk us through so your involvement. So Lucky Cloud was trained in the family, and just just tell us the story of Lucky Cloud and how Lucky Cloud arrived at your place. Well, <laughs> Dad and I were sort of worked together for years and they had always trained the horses with him. Uh, out of the blue one night, the gentleman rang up and asked Dad to train, would he train two horses for him? Dad hummed and hard because we were, have other jobs as well. And he, this bloke said, oh, I only want you to take them. And he said, they're no bloody good. He said, I want you to take them out around Roma and see if they can win a race. And... Lo and behold, these two horses arrived at home and they looked magnificent. And my father looked at me and he said, well, we're wasting our bloody time here. So then he said, we won't improve these horses. And uh, as it went on, uh, the one horse, which was Lucky Cloud, the other horse was a horse called Gentle Richard. Um, but Lucky Cloud, this horse just went backwards. His coat went off. He he looked terrible. My father was absolutely ashamed of the horse. And he knew a, a vet, Dad knew a vet that used to be actually a cattle vet. He was the Oki Abattoirs. And he was just talking to him about it. And he said to Dad, he said, oh, if I was you, he said, I'd just give this uh, horse some uh, Megibon. He said, I'd really clean him out. He gave. He said, go to the nursery, he said, not to the chemist or that anything, and get this Degibon and that. He said, it's the same stuff. He said, it's honey in powder form and he gives it to the nursery yeah. at the right price. And we gave him this and a couple of other things he got to to do. And them days it was when they used to give horses a ball with their hand down their throat. Anyway, this horse turned out, he ended up... With, a couple of days later after he gave him this, he went through his manure and we picked up about two inches in the bottom, so like 50 mil in the bottom of a 20-litre bucket of white milkworms, big, long white milkworms. Oh, wow. And this horse just, after that, just improved that much. It wasn't funny. It looks at everything. It was a magnificent-looking horse. And uh, it was probably... Six eight weeks later, probably, um, we thought, oh, Dad said he will start that horse at Ipswich, 
And he rang the owner up and he said to him, he said, Ellis Quilty was a bloke he had a Santa Petruda stud. Loved a bit. And he said to Ellis, he said, you better come down. He said, I'm just going to start that horse with Ipswich. He said, I think you can win. And Ellis just went, oh, I'm not backing that horse anymore. He said, I've done that much money on him. He said, he finished. Anyway, Dad's trying to convince him. And at the end of the phone call, Dad said to him, he said, well, you better come down. He said, and when you come through Nanango, we had a place at Gamiri. He said, when you come down and go through Nanango, he said, rob the Nanango bank and bring the money down. <laughs> anyway, he arrived there. And the horse actually won by 10 wins. <laughs> He'd only ever won one race. He had he ever won one race in his lot before that. And, uh, yeah, it went on. What price um, was he? Do you remember? That day, I think he got yeah. about 10 to, 10 to 1 at the... Yeah, right. Can't exactly remember that. He, yep. he was yep. an unwanted horse in the race. Yeah. Uh, he went on from there and I think we brought him back. He went. He won very easy at the Gold Coast. Then he went, he won a novice transition and then encouraged the Eagle Farm and Doomman. And uh, a well-known gentleman, Mr. Jimmy Atkins, his dad was very good mates with. Jimmy said to Dad, he said, boy, he said, Norm, he said, I'll follow you. He said, I'd be nominating that also for the Stradbroke. And we were country bumpkin trains as we thought, you know, and he, Jimmy said, I definitely would. He said, why don't you put him in the Healy Stakes next week and see whether he, whether he is up to him." And he, he, we put him in the Healy Stakes and he got beat about a half a length by a horse called Triton, who was probably one of the best horses on the land then. Not bad company. And uh, Triton ended up favourite for the Stradbroke. Uh, yeah, and he went on and... I think the owner, because he was a real punter, loved the bet. There was book, the old bookmaker days when there was hundreds of bookmakers, but he turned in and he actually put some money on at 125 to 1. <laughs> that was six weeks before the race. It was, and it just went on from there. Yeah, coming out and out of the blue. Personally, I missed the race. I was in Rockhampton. I got I got sent away with the, another runner we had that was uh, in the Rocky Newmarket. And Lucky Cloud was supposed to go for the Newmarket too. He was in it. And my father and I had a, a not a disagreement, but I wanted to take the horse to... Because we didn't look like getting a run in the Stradbroke. He was, as it was, he was number 18 on the list. Mm. And... Uh, I said to Dad, I said, you think he can win a straight break? I said, how far is he going to win the Rocky Newmarket by? <laughs> and good thinking. Son, he said, we might never get another one good enough to start in a straight break. So he's definitely stopping here. So you've got to have a rule. Yeah. <laughs> the power. <laughs> <laughs> and I bet you're very, very glad that you didn't have that horse at Rockhampton. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> And I missed out on all the fun. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. Well, what's, well, what's your recollections? Tell us about the run, the race that day. So you're a long way away in Rockhampton. So 
I assume that that would have been the day with their TVs on screen. Just tell us your recollection of that day, the, you know, the horse winning. Did you well, see I was it? in Rocky, and actually the races nearly clashed. It was only, oh, just how far it was. They were very close together because Rocky Newmarket was the same day and same time to Stradbrook. And I actually went and I was talking to the stewards, so very nice boat people, you know, very gentlemen them days and still. And I said to him, I said, oh, we'll get the runner in the Stradbroke. I said, the only TV is in the jockey's room, which no one was allowed in the jockey's room them days. So, no, they took me through and let me watch that. And I'm trying to get this horse into the to this new market. And then, yeah, not thinking we were ever a chance, like watching the race, <laughs> I've got to admit, you know, when he led... I thought, oh, yeah, this is all right. Leaving the Stradbroke and then come to the home turn, he's still in front. I thought, oh, yeah, maybe we're going to finish in the first half a dozen. And just got more exciting because it comes. <laughs> <laughs> Stay in front. Yeah, it's incredible, incredible. And, and, and also, so I think he, I was looking here weights wise, what, say, he had different era. Seven, seven stone yeah. eight. Which I'm, which I believe is about forty five point five kilos. That would be about right. Forty five and a half kilos. So, the other, I, I guess, the local angle to this story is another man known in racing circles, Graham Banks. He had a big role in this story, but unfortunately, forty five and a half was well out of his reach. But otherwise, well would, would he have, would he have been on the horse if he could have made the weight? Definitely. Yeah. He loved the horse. The horse loved him. Hmm. They won a lot of races together, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. He rode a lot of winners for Dad over the years. and Dad He was an apprentice to Dad, but he was apprenticed to like when they were Bill Granbury, who was his uncle, but only about a couple of horses. And Graham Bursley was under Dad most of the time. Hmm. Wow. So, so what... <laughs> In, in those days as well, it wouldn't have been as simple as you and Rockhampton jump in a plane and come home and be a butter. Like, so being so far away, it must have been, I don't know, a bittersweet sort of emotion for you personally. Oh, mate, it was. It was. Uh, actually, I've got a photograph, I must, I'll show you, uh, James, of the finish of the race. In them days, the committee used to stand along on a concrete uh, pathway and ride all to the wing post. And in this photo, there's a young fellow there with his hands straight above his head and jumped about 600 off the ground, you know, just thing. And it turns out it was Graham Banks' brother. He was oh. he strapped the horse that day. Yeah. Awesome. And, uh, yeah. Uh, and here it was all these, uh, what we call hardheads in the committee all along there. And all I think disappointed because Bengala Lad and them were all in the race and uh they all thought they were the he was a favourite, one of the favourites and Yeah. He's the one bloke in there just jumping and you could see him up that as I said, six hundred above everyone else in the crowd with his hands in the air. And it was a photo finish, but he just knew he'd won. <laughs> what price was he that day? No, he said he only got 125 six weeks earlier. Oh, do you he remember? ended up about 10 to 1, I think. He 10 to 1. Starting. Yep. Yeah. 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 And do you remember what it was worth? So, I mean, the Stradbroke this year is worth $3 million. 
50 years ago. Do you remember? Oh, 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 mate, it was not quite that. It was only, I think, 20,000. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of difference. <laughs> but I tell you, the biggest problem we had those days, and the reason Pretty Marsland rode the horse, and Pretty was a, don't get me wrong, he was a, a Brisbane rider, but one of the lower Brisbane riders, you know? And yep. we could not get a jockey. We were nearly at the stage where Dad didn't think we'd get a rider at all because none of the Sydney riders thought he'd get a run in the race. And that's how Freddie comes to ride the horse. He's yeah, one of the few blokes in Brisbane that could ride seven, seven, eight. Or yeah. used to call it seven stone eight. Yeah. Amazing. Now, does it feel... So this year is 50 years. It's 50 years since that great day. Does it does it feel 50 years ago? I mean, is it still no, something no, that you no, often no. think about? No, yeah, no. Still can see the finish, the whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> no. The horse, everything. Yeah. yeah. It was amazing. And what what did the horse, what happened with the horse post Stradbroke? Did he win many other races after that? No, he was always a bit of an unseen horse. and. Hmm. Dad in them days probably we probably used some illegal what things that were illegal to do today to stand the horse up. Mm. Uh, but yeah, no. He he ended up winning the Albion Park Cup after that. Yeah. Um they got carried away with him a bit the owners and Dad didn't want to start him at Albion Park and they but he wasn't the horse. He as I said, he wasn't the soundest horse in the world. Hmm. So, but it's amazing that a horse that arrived at your property with the owner's view of win a couple around the bush goes Roma. on an incredible run. You're Roma, <laughs> and you, was, you went to Roma Street, not Roma. To and win that's the... Roma, Roma 50 years ago. It was nothing like it is now. <laughs> yeah, it's not like Roma Cup now or something like that. But I mean, to win a Stradbroke. Even the stories of what the horse looked like when it arrived, the setback that, that the horse had, to, to then being there that magical day back in, in June of, from a Stradbroke in 19... Well, was, was it June? Has Stradbroke always been this time of year? Do you know? I don't even... Yep, yep. yep. always that first week in June. Yep, yes. yep, yep, yep. So that... Is that still your greatest thrill in racing? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Mm. As I said, we have another good horse actually started in the 10,000 that same year. He led the 10,000 up till the half furlong. It was called Dusty Sunset. Yep. And, uh, yeah, he was another very good horse. Mm. And, and for yourself, I mean, it's been, a, it's been a, an entire life in the industry. So whether it was like we talk about these stories of being involved, I guess, I suppose, quote unquote, your official title then was Strapper to training some horses yourself to the transport side of things. I mean, this is an industry that, that encompassed your life for, for more than 50 years. Well, mate, 50 years ago, trainers were battlers. Mm. Different to the era it is now. You know, you had to be a really, had to be a punter in those days to survive uh, and know your game. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, a great feat for them days. Yeah, sure. I mean, there were some some good trainers about country trainers. And, uh, yeah, yeah, no, there was there was some incredible moments and 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 just some yeah, just some incredible stories that come with it. And it's great that we're able to sort of relive some of those. And 
And looking at it this year with, with a straight broke, and of course the big story from Toowoomba was we were hoping that we would have a horse like Yellow Brick that would make it. Unfortunately, that wasn't, wasn't to be. Wouldn't it have been an even more incredible story if 50 years on we could have had Yellow Brick going around in a Stradbroke and a red-hot chance? Oh, that actually went through my head. I thought this could be just really meant to be. And I'm not a punter, but I said, well, I'm going to have something on this horse. This could be just something telling us that 50 years. How incredible. For the nostalgia of it, yes, yeah, 50, 50 years ago. And it's amazing, isn't it, that we've had a lot of good horses from here. You, you spoke about the legendary J.J. Atkins of Stradbrokes, one of the few races that eluded him, and we, we've had 10,000 winners since then, of course. We've had Oaks winners, I'm referring to Group 1 winners trained out of Toowoomba, but we're still waiting for the next lucky cloud, the next Darling Downs trained horse to win a Stradbroke. Exactly. Exactly. That stood the test of time. And it'll come. We will win one. I've no doubt. There's no doubt. So that, that's 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 in, in time to come. But yeah, but it's great to reminisce and remember those those great times from from 1973. And you can you can see obviously it's a story that you know very well, Gary. And it's one that I hope that we get to continue to tell for a long time into the future. Also, just another thing you might add that that I noticed from racing on that the weekend. A race named after Lucky Cloud as well. So good to see that the recognition is there, that the people know the story of Lucky Cloud and realise that, hey, this, this was a horse that 50 years ago won a straight break. Very good. Yeah. Very exciting. Yes, it all is. It's all very, very exciting, but nothing quite as exciting as I'm sure you would have been up there in Rockhampton watching that race about 50 odd years ago. So it's a, it's a great local story and it's one I think we should cherish and remember and I think we should really work on ensuring that the memory of Lucky Cloud can be emblazoned there for forever and ever and a day. So 50 years and 100 years and whatever it may be, we remember that uh, the year of 1973 and the year that Lucky Cloud trained by Norm Higgins of the Darling Downs won. Uh, one of the greatest races in Australia and, and uh, in many people's eyes, our number one race here at the Stradbroke Handicap. Gary, it's been a pleasure uh, talking to you. Thank you for sharing your story. As I said, it is an amazing one and one that, that I hope that we don't forget. So uh, enjoy the memories. That's one thing that we do know. So memories never fade. So thank you for joining us on the show and thank you for sharing the story of Lucky Cloud. Good idea. Thanks very much, James. Much appreciated. Thank you. Racing Nation with James O'Shea.